0: Welcome to Parasocial Relationships, the podcast where we dive deeper into what these relationships can provide for the people on both ends. Hi, my name is Ella Poliscek, and I am a fourth year communication studies student at California Polytechnic University, San Luis Obispo. Parasocial relationships can be formed with artists through their songs or with celebrities using social media to divulge personal parts of their life, therefore, creating a connection with their fans. It can also be formed when watching a TV show or a movie with a character you like. No matter how these relationships are formed, it is crucial to not let reality get twisted by the lives of those on the other end of the relationship. While we may be connected, our identities and lives must remain separate. In today's episode, the parasocial relationship I will be focusing on is through social media platforms. In a study done by Brevs et al, They found that followers of celebrities and influencers are more susceptible to being persuaded by promotional posts or advertisements due to their advanced relationship. They also found that followers found it more authentic when the advertising efforts were clearly stated and therefore followers were more inclined to purchase the product. This demonstrates how parasocial relationships have created a blind trust in turn, enhancing their persuasive effect. Parasocial relationships are also more persuasive due to their reduction in resistance and counter arguing. As demonstrated in a study done by Breves et al., due to the theory of psychological reactance, when people perceive a threat to their freedom, the persuasive message is rejected. Additionally, due to the trust formed between both parties in parasocial relationships, negative thoughts are less likely to occur following a freedom-threatening message, such as advertisements. Today, the most common social media platform where we see parasocial relationships being formed is TikTok. To learn more about TikTok and how TikTok influencers are forming parasocial relationships, I decided to interview Mia Lynn.
1: Hi, I'm Mia Lynn, I'm 24 years old and I live in Los Angeles and I am an influencer. So I got started As an influencer, when I was a senior at at the University of Southern California, I graduated in 2021, but in my second semester senior year, I posted TikTok that went viral. I had gone viral a few times before, um, but it was in the pandemic when I think we were all stuck and looking for something to do and turning to social media for that. Um, But even further than that, I was definitely looking for a way to get back in control with the pandemic. I think we all kind of felt that loss. And I grew up as a dancer, so I really lost that ability to have an outlet through some kind of physical movement because dance classes were all gone and, you know, everything was shut down practically so I started going on four mile walks which is just a loop in my neighborhood and I started to kind of create like an outline of things that I would think about um to make sure that I wasn't going into like a negative space in my thoughts everyone was really stressed at the time and I definitely was well so anytime I was alone with my thoughts away from social media and away from like Netflix or whatever I was binge watching at the time, um, I would get really stressed and I would think about, you know, everything that's going wrong in the world. So I started to think about things that I could be grateful for in my life. And I was about to graduate from USC. So I started to think about my goals and what I wanted to do next and what I wanted to do after graduation. And then I would kind of turn the corner around the end of my walk and think about, you know, things I was confident for and I started calling them my hot girl walks and my sorority sisters were like you should post that on tiktok I love that and I kind of like refined like those little three pieces and I posted a tiktok about my four mile hot girl walks and I would say (laughs) you can only think about three things things you're grateful for your goals and how you're going to achieve them and lastly how hot you are and the tiktok blow up it has about like three million views but the hashtag on tiktok on TikTok has (laughs) over half a billion views, um, like a billion hits on Google. It's been covered by media outlets like Vogue, Cosmopolitan, CNN, Fox. So it's been covered by pretty much every major news outlet. Um, And that's really how I got started as an influencer. That was in January, 2021. And it just continued to really just grow and it's been kind of crazy but a lot of fun.
0: When talking to Mia after hearing this what I really wanted to know was why she decided to start these hot girl walks and why she thought it would be a good idea to share them on TikTok.
1: When I started the hot girl walk no one my age was really walking like on TikTok the things that you could like do for fitness that were like approved quote-unquote by like you know like what everyone was doing on TikTok was like going on runs and like Chloe Ting's ab exercise. Like were yeah. the like two things you could do. So Going on like a long run was like really difficult for me. Walking I do all the time. I was at, in college and, you know, college students walk all around campus. I would always like look at my watch at the end of the day and have like 20,000
0: yeah. steps. Prior to my interview with Mia, I decided to look up her TikTok to gather more information and I saw that she had done a partnership with Two-Face. So I asked her about it.
1: Two-Face one was actually particularly interesting because I wasn't directly paid for that. Like okay. they didn't pay me. Um, and that's kind of like an interesting handoff between like influencers and brands where sometimes they'll like pay you for sponsored content. A lot of the times they'll just like send stuff over. And I just like if i'm like oh like i'm interested in this i'll be like yeah sure send it to me and then if i try and i don't like it like it's like i'm not going to post about it and even like if i like i won't even start like a deal on a sponsored post if i don't believe in the product itself like mm-hmm. there's i get a bunch of people asking me to post stuff like every day and they're going to pay me this amount they're going to pay me this amount like and I, some of it I'm like this one one I don't even think my followers are like this is gonna resonate like it's gonna do poorly like I what why would I bother with that Two, sometimes like I look at the messages of the company and I'm like I don't really want to be associated with that I have like a very strong like female empowerment and physical and mental wellness Mm -hmm. message so I'm pretty picky about that and like Too Faced uh they have like a very like strong like Presence and a really solid message they're owned by like Estee Lauder, which is another like really great company. And they actually invited me down to Orange County where they did like this big trip and no one on the trip was paid to be there, but they paid for like, like travel, like they paid my Uber and they paid for my hotel and they like gifted me a bunch of stuff. And so they didn't like technically like pay me, but in a sense, like, you feel, like, obligated to post, or you have some kind of attachment now to the brand that right. was, like, further than before. Like, before, like, Too Faced, like, like I love Too Faced. I even, like, I think I, like, shouted them out on, like, sure. a few different, a few different TikToks where, because I used to use their Better Than Sex Mascara all the time. I still do, and I have this, like, palette that I use, but then once they invited me, they gave me a bunch of makeup, so I got to, like, try it all. I'm, like, oh my gosh, no, I actually do love this. Like the packaging is like so cute and like on like on theme to everything that I do and everything that I stand for. So it's like definitely like an interesting relationship. And I think that a lot of like followers are pretty aware and I try to make it like clear, like, like they invited me to this. I'm here on this Too Faced trip. Like, of course, I'm going to post something about Too Faced, but I'm not going to just post like BS like I use like other like products like in that video I'm like you know if I'm going to use the product and I like it I'm going to post it and I genuinely do like all that product but it's definitely you have to be very like selective about it.
0: After hearing this I was curious where do parasocial relationships fit into all of this?
1: Well I think there's definitely a balance between the two where I've absolutely seen the case in some of my followers where they're like, oh, you believe in this? Okay, absolutely, I'm going to buy it right now. And then other ways, it's like almost subconscious where you start to associate the brand with a certain thing or a certain person. And you, when you see it next out in the store, you start to like naturally like associate with that brand. They're like, oh yeah, like, you know, I saw this girl did this and like, oh, I'm seeing it now all the time in the store. I'm going to get it. Like, and I also think that there's like, what's so interesting about like being an influencer is people, a lot of the times, I think look to shortcuts and look to like, oh, is this the answer to like X, Y, Z? And I think like, as an influencer, I do my best to be like, you know, like, like this is what I'm gonna like use but I am this way because of like this this or this and I see this a lot with like more like other influencers but yeah there's definitely a relationship there where not every single thing that I post and other influencers post is like branded or sponsored but I think the more that people are exposed to sponsored content and you have to put sponsored, you have to put a hashtag ad on videos. People are starting to pick up on, okay, well, you know, they're going to post these, but then they're also going to post these ads. And people are a lot more, I think, selective and like saying like, if it's a very clear ad and you can tell like there's some kind of script, there's a discount code and you can tell there's like, it's like slightly artificial because that's what brands, you know, that's what they want, mm-hmm. which I totally understand. Um, you kind of can use your own judgment there. And I see people doing that a lot more now. And so a lot of the times there's not like a direct, like correlation between an influencer posting something and someone buying the product, like that funnel. Like the bottleneck is not... As clear, and I know a lot of that's like a big discussion right now in like the Tart Dubai trip. But yeah. when <laughs> posts are more like genuine and they're more um, like organic, that's when people people can really sense that. And the more organic your presence is, the more likely people are going to trust your opinion and are going to, you know
0: by what you talk about. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. To learn about other types of parasocial relationships, be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode on parasocial relationships with musical artists.